Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. What's up? Coming in hot with a bottle of wine. I didn't even expect you to bring wine. Didn't expect me to bring wine either. Thank you. No, it's a hot day. Thank you. Cheers. I'm thirsty. You know, uh, it's a thirsty day. Oh, it's a nice chilled Georgian white wine from the country of Georgia. Uh, I'm loving. I'm loving Georgian wines these days. Let me say. Yeah, no. If, if I can say. No, you can. I don't think that's a hot take either. Not a hot take. I think it's just a take. Well, you know, it's actually not a hot take because Georgia has the oldest wine tradition in the world, over right. eight thousand years. As Sorry, Greeks. Sorry, Romans. Discussed. Georgians done did it. Yeah, take uh, that everywhere else. Shout out to Black Lamb Importing, bringing in the finest Georgian wines. Yeah. Uh, this is a real nice one. A Chinuri. A, t- a 2016 Chinuri. Yeah, quite tasty. Mm. Playful. Could be a perfect summer wine, in my opinion. Yeah. Nice color. It Love finally it. fucking feels like summer after, you know. The weird thing about L.A. summer is... You know, June is gloomy. We get this June gloom. But it's never, it's not usually like this. Yes, June gloom is, a, is an established thing. Yeah, for the rest of the country, but nor, not normally in LA. Usually it's just hot. Usually it's just hot. Well, it finally it's feels... It's been a weird year it's so It's been far. a weird year. It finally feels like weird. it's summer. Um, feel like close enough. It's We ha- we haven't hit those triple digits yet. That's true. We're That's not, like the dog days. That's like August. But, like, but No, but July is the dog days of summer. I guess you're right. This this is this is summer meat. But you know what? I haven't been in the ocean yet to the beach, so it's it, like it's not really summer until you've been you get in the to... ocean. I was I was on the boat. You were on a boat that's in the ocean. But it was it was actually kind of cold out there. Well, I'm just letting you know. You once I once I dip my toe in the ocean and I'm on the beach, then that's officially summer. Until See, for then, me, summer is like provisional basis. Lake, you know, right. lake like a hike and a Ooh, lake. Wow. Okay. Okay. Like, like swimming holes. Ooh. Just boating on a lake, okay. or just or just swimming on a like lake like shore. I'm a, I, I'd go lake over ocean, ten out of ten times. Really, lake over ocean. Wow, you're just like you just want to be in the up in the woods. Oh, that sounds nice. Catching fish. I want to be away from everything. Cooking them over a campfire. Why not? Yeah. That sounds great. That sounds great. Well, you're going to uh, you're going out to Joshua Tree. Going out to Joshua Tree, which is kind of it can be an iffy for a summer getaway because it can get very hot out there. It can get very hot, but we were very strategic about the place that we got. The we got this like nice like ranch on on about three acres of land, mm. all to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Bring the dog. Gonna have them, like a nice time. They got oh, like you know they got a Weber grill outside. They got a fire pit that shit. we could we could do shit in. Uh, full kitchen on the inside, but a lot of it's shaded. That's the thing. There's it's, trees. You have to. So that's why we picked it because there's a lot of trees in there. And actually, and Joshua Tree is usually about I'd say 10 degrees cooler than Palm Springs. Palm Springs is it's too hot. Palm, Palm Springs, Springs the only is, thing to do is like drink in a pool. But or, you have to be like or drink sub- inside and then go into a pool. But you have to be and submerged. Then be like, well, that's the thing is like when I was when I'm in Palm if Springs, more than fifty percent like, of your body's out of the water, you're fucked. Yeah. If I'm in Palm Springs, I'm either in a pool drinking, mm-hmm. or I'm just like ah, and then I go inside and I eat and I drink and then I take a nap. Then I'm like, I guess it's time to go back you outside in that pool. Drink and get back in that yeah. pool. It's 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 really just going from pool to inside to inside the pool. And then every now and, and like at night, maybe going to a bar. Mm. That's that's Palm Springs lifestyle. It feels like summer because I grilled last night, and anytime you're drinking wine and on the grill, and it's that nice late afternoon sun. Still, feel like a king. Still, I feel like a goddamn king. You feel like a king. I'm sitting on the my got bare feet in the grass. Oh yeah. Am I wearing a Hawaiian shirt? You better believe it. <laughs> you better believe it. I thought you were wearing a black shirt. Well, you know, it just depends really <laughs> a couple outfit changes throw on the it was it's, I, I would actually dare to say that's the same black shirt dude i tried to live <laughs> the the white t-shirt lifestyle it's too hard all my all my white tees covered in wine of course i can't live like this no you'll look like a fucking idiot yeah i was just wine stains here wine stains there yeah i'm a good. black tea guy now by default i didn't want this life i didn't want this no life. now now you're dude, now you're becoming metal Black tea, black lamb, there you go. black metal, black heart. Black friend. <laughs> I mean, look, black tea is not the ideal outfit for an L.A. summer. I, I, I enjoy a black tea. This is washed black right here. That looks good. It looks great. I look really good. You know? I'm coming in hot. I didn't bring wine, but I just came from a nice excursion to the San Gabriel Valley. That's right. To eat some noodles. Noodles on a hot day. I mm. mean, there's something about a big old bowl of hand-pulled noodles. Was it in broth or not in broth? 
So there's a little bit of broth. This is I guess more of a sauce. It's Shaanxi Garden. So it's the, from the Shaanxi province, which I don't think is as well represented as Sichuan. Definitely is. not. But uh, these noodles, they're like they're like the perfect level of chewiness and the perfect amount of moisture. They're very thick. Very thick. See, I, very, I prefer a thick noodle to a thin noodle. They're, they're flat and broad and thick and chewy and... The thing about the ones at Shaanxi Garden is they just, they don't really end. Like you have to somehow bite and cut them. Cause like these, it just looks like they're all connected. There's no, you can't, we tried to lift it out of the bowl. There's no lifting. No. You can't lift out. If you're eating, you're lady in the tramping it. I was time. trying to look how the Chinese people were attacking this bowl. Cause like we were trying to lift into the smaller bowl. It was not working. Yeah. I eventually had to go teeth in and, and sever yeah. the noodles. They, pro they have a, I'm sure they have like. They have some technique that I, I don't you know, know about. Like they probably all have like, you know, like at their homes they're like oh we're going to St. Shane's Sea Garden let's get the noodle cutter dude they brought I, I could have used the scissors like in a Korean they restaurant where they scissors. come in hot with the scissors I'm at assuming the Korean they, they have scissors for that situation it was delicious also I guess the Shaanxi thing is this kind of like pita like uh, bread like a pocket bread I've heard it called a Chinese hamburger but it's really more of a pita just stuffed with meat it's fucking delicious that sounds great steamed pork and then lamb skewers I mean you can't ever go wrong Gotta with go lamb skewers lamb is my lamb's my meat of the summer yeah, I, I mean, lamb's, lamb's definitely... become a favorite meat. Lamb has always been a favorite meat of mine, though. Uh, For as long as I've had lamb. But like really... the first time I had like a lamb chop, because I think that's a lot of people's introduction to lamb, right? Sure. What do you say, a chop? It's an entry-level lamb dish. That's a, it's like a pork chop. That's, right. like, that's a very entry kind of like thing. I like a lamb chop, but I remember having a lamb chop, and I was like, this is fucking great. It's fucking great. It's not just a, a great, a lovely puppet that teaches me stuff on PBS. It's also a delicious meat lollipop. I love when they call it lamb lollipops because it's just like, it's not a lollipop. I wanted, I wanted to get the lamb. We got the pork sandwich. I wanted to get the lamb sandwich, but that would have been three lamb dishes, but we could have just gone triple lamb. You could just do triple lamb. So good. Guy also, would. you know it's good when you find it in the strip mall and it's got the C health rating. Did it have a C? Oh, you better believe it had yeah, a C. Yeah, well, I would be checking your stool later. I feel, I feel great now. Dude, the health ratings are bullshit. You know this. Mm, yes and no. It's not hard to get an A, by the way. Is it? Yeah. But, is it, but doesn't it depend on the inspector? Can he come in and knock you down for some little bullshit thing that's not really that big of a deal? Of course, he can. But in a place like that in the San Gabriel Valley, I'm assuming, and I'm going to say, they're not really looking for bad, bad things. They're probably looking for just like standard Look, health This place practices. was very clean, very orderly, well run. Yeah, you didn't see the kitchen, though. I didn't see the kitchen. Really, it could have been or, filthy. Or the ice, it could have had pink slime underneath it. That's kind of gross. Did you get ice in your drink, in your no, water? No. Well, I'm just saying. We just asked for water. They brought no ice. I didn't complain. And I got, some, I got some Chinese tea as well. Never, what's that tea made out of? Algae. Who knows? Old slime from underneath the fucking ice machine. It was delicious. Then, then we went to... Uh, I had never been there, but my friend was like, Oh, you haven't been to Hawaii Market. It's this huge market out there. In, it's like uh, Span Masubi everywhere. Dude, this place, pretty wild. Um, they have a free for all whole everyone. frozen armadillos to purchase to eat. I didn't know that was a Hawaiian whole, thing. Well, it's, it's all Chinese. It's just called Hawaii Market oh, for okay. whatever reason. So you got whole frozen snapping turtles, whole frozen armadillos. So they make soup out of that, I assume? I don't know, but you have also big tanks of live fish everywhere. It's pretty wild in there. Yeah. Uh, and if, you bought nothing? If, I didn't buy anything. I almost bought some goat, goat testicles. Um, all right. They also had venison brisket that was from New Zealand that looked... Actually, really good. I was thinking of like, because I, I want to like try grilling venison. I guess it's pretty lean. I don't, yeah, venison's really lean. I mean, I should have got the venison brisket. You could definitely could have gotten it. Yeah. But if you want sea cucumber, if you want, um, they got all kinds of live crawfish and prawns and fish. Uh, but yeah, if you want an armadillo. That's your place for your barbecue, dude. That's a move. Invite people over for your barbecue. It's like, oh, what'd you bring? We got oh. armadillo and goat testicles. I got armadillo goat testicle stew here. It's very flavorful. Why would you have that at a barbecue? I don't know. You That'd can't be... barbecue a stew. It'd be funny to serve people skewers and then they'd be like, "This is great. It's a little bit chewy. I, this is such a armadillo." And then you know, people have a new favorite food, and you're you're a hero of summertime. I, I feel like I'm always the hero of summertime. Anytime I'm at a barbecue, I, I always deliver. Well, what's your go-to bring? Let's say we're, we're in a potluck bring-to-barbecue situation. Potluck bring-to-barbecue? 
What are you showing up with besides a nice bottle of Georgian white wine? I'm always showing up with wine. That's always. Always. You're always, always showing up If to you're wine. not showing up with wine, the you're a bad friend, well, well, you're a bad person. Well, the difference is this. Like, the problem is, if you show up to a barbecue, you really don't bring anything other than a side or drinks. You don't bring the meat because the host right. is the one with the meat. Sure. So if I'm coming, I always bring, I always bring booze. Right. And maybe, like, uh, some, some kind of good side. Like, something... Like potatoes or something, you know? Can't go wrong with potatoes. Or mac and cheese. Everyone goes Can't wild go for wrong mac, with and, mac cheese. and cheese. See, I will bring meat, but I will bring meat. Like charcuterie. That's always good. No, but like, I'll bring like some sausages. Like, I like to bring those merguez sausage. The lamb, back to lamb. There you go. Because first of all, a lot of people haven't tried them. Like, I'll be at a barbecue and people are like, oh, what's that? I think that's crazy. It's crazy. Because merguez is so popular. Well, we're talking about normal people. Well, I'm not. You, the circles we run and everybody knows about merguez. Normies out here, they don't even have even heard There's of merguez. There's just merguez everywhere. I've had to explain merguez at countless barbecues. You're always like, what? Someone's like, what mer what's merguez? And you're like, oh, and you like roll your eyes. <laughs> this again. Like, I have to do this again. Oh, Whose friend you, is it? Who brought this guy? I literally just ended my merguez speech right before you walked <laughs> Did you miss the briefing? Oh, Jesus God Christ. damn it. So if I bring a pack of sausages, then of course, either I give it to the, the host to grill, if he's manning the grill, or I'll jump on the grill. I like being grill master. And then I'll, I'll cut it up and, and give a bunch to a lot of people. Obviously, I'm not hoarding the merguez for myself. I'll probably eat two. The sure. I, think the I want some merguez. I think the most power move you can do is sh at, to our barbecue during the summer, if you are not the host, right, mm -hmm. is to show up with bottles of wine and like five dozen oysters. Wow. And just be like, wow. I brought oysters because you know wow. that because you know that they don't probably don't have them no there one already. Is gonna have oysters. And either you throw some butter and throw them on the grill, or you just shuck them and everyone just eating oysters. And you know someone has a lemon. You don't have to make a mignonette. You know what's really that's funny. a power move. You know what's really funny that you brought that up. I fucking thought of doing that the Yesterday? other day. I was going to it was a pizza party, so I was like, I knew there was gonna be pizza, and I was bringing wine. Oysters and pizza. But I have a I have a shucking knife and a glove that I bought at an oyster farm, and I was like, what if I just showed up with like three dozen oysters? But then I was like, that's too hard to do. I went on with my life. It's not. I too showed hard. up with some meat and cheese and some wine. Oh, no, that's like always, a gentleman. That's always nice. But I really want to do that. Like, just roll in. You have your fucking glove. You have your knife, and just get to work. Don't even say anything. And then people are like, are you shucking? You're like, you got it right. I'm sure. Yeah. You got it right. What, what do you want with that? We have lemon juice and nothing else. I'm capable, and I'm confident. Listen to this. I went to the Hail Mary uh, birthday celebration. Shout out to uh, David Wilcox, top 10 guest, proprietor of Hail Mary Happy pizza. late birthday, David. Best pizza in LA. Or, uh, I put it up there. Wow. Um, so he was having like a special of, of thing, a special menu at Hail Mary, where it was just like sausages, square slices, build your own and salad, oysters, and right? oysters. Yeah. And they were so busy. They were packed, which was fucking awesome. They were slammed. It was popping in there. Always playing good music, drinking wine. And I was like, I ordered a dozen oysters, but he was so busy. I was like, I'll shuck him if you give me the shucker. And of course, because since we know each other, if I wouldn't do this for a random guest, threw me the shucking knife. I started just going to town. It felt good. I was like, oh, I'm, I got some skills. Oh. I got some natural talent. Yeah, hey, man. Good for you, dude. Here's the thing that a lot of places fuck up. You have to cut that connector muscle on the top as well as the bottom. Sometimes well, you'll get it shucked and it's ready to slurp, but there's still it's still hanging on. And well, then you try to slurp and you can't get it all the way in. Well, and then the you move gotta, is that you, what you're supposed to do is you take the you're you taking go under, knife, flip it. You you no. Well, first you're supposed to you pop it. Yeah. So you unhook the hinge. Right. You take your knife and you hold it like horizontally. Right. You get it. And then you and then you scrape it against the top. Right. Sever the top. So you muscle. sever the top and then you take and then you drain the liquor. No, no, no. keep the liquor. No, no. And then keep the liquor you know, always, and you undo undo the muscle and flip the oyster completely right. flip over the oyster so because you present the nice side, right? And then you drain all the sediment out with the leftover. See, I'm always of the school that you keep the liquor in no. there because no. I like that slurp. No, no, no. Well, you're gonna get slurp no matter what because it's no, so. I want the liquid. No, you're gonna still have liquid. No matter how much you drain off, there's still gonna be liquid. I know, but I like I like full liquid. Well, there's just, there's there's tons of like it's not. Gonna, I want to taste the sea, Joel. You're gonna taste the sea. It's literally an, a a raw oyster. There's no way you're not tasting the sea. I'm shocked that there's not a shuck your own establishment in Los Angeles. Liability. People would oh, fuck up God, their hands so right. hard. I didn't even think of that. Can you imagine? This is so, why I'm not a businessman. Because because the people would the kill themselves. The misconception about a lot of people have with shucking oysters, I think, comes from they think that they because first of all, oh, oysters are like snowflakes. No two are the same. No two are the same. Not You're only dealing the, with a different not, situation every not time. Not only that, no two are the same within their own, let's say, 
if you get Beausoleil oysters, that are, that's a very harder shell. It's a different kind of hinge. Right. If you get something like kumiai, right. they can be a little bit more de- okay. gentle and, and harder to open. So you, the amount of pressure you have to put on each one uh, is different. It's what dependent about on this? the kind of oyster and, okay. what, and what, where what the hinge is. What about this for Carl's Shuck Your Own, the Shuck Hut? You get that chainmail glove that you see guys wear, and you sign a waiver that absolves me of all liability. So you get a chainmail glove, can't really fuck yourself up that much with a chainmail glove, and you sign a waiver. Have at it, folks. If you hurt yourself, me, the proprietor of the shuck hut, is not responsible. My biggest fear would be some idiot trying to shuck an oyster and having their face really close, and it oh, slips, God. and the no. oyster knife goes, goes no. into their eye. No, that, that would probably happen. It would definitely happen. You know there's and then be, you'd be out of business. You know there's going to be a lot of wine flowing at the Carl Hess Shuck Hut. Gonna, people are going to be a little tipsy. It, you know what's It's like that reminds me of like, it's like a bar that also has axe throwing. And you're like, yes. why, is, why is anyone Dude, putting this together? Axe throwing bars are like sweeping the country. I think it started as a Canadian thing because I remember being in Toronto. Yeah, but they're responsible. They're responsible people. You know, you mean you Canadians? Some, yeah, you eat some poutine. You fucking throw. You throw an axe. I mean, I I know they're polite. Are they responsible? They might be. All right. I do think, as a people, the Canadians are probably better at just general axe throwers. It's it's more in the Canadian DNA. But it, I'm I'm good at throwing axes. I'll say that. I could I could I mean I would say I'm polite. I, I throw axes. What am I Canadian well, over here? Axes or hatchets. Well, they're throwing axes. They're, they're hatchets. Throwing, they're hatchets. They're, they're hatchets. hatchets. I'm gonna say they're not I'm, full size I'm, axes. That would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Your name would have to be so fucking rad. Viking style. Viking style fucking name. Dude, the part in John Wick Parabellum where there's that that knife fight scene sequence is amazing, and then that which final which shot, ni- which knife fight sequence, the final shot where he just takes that hatchet and throws it all the way to the one guy oh, who's not dead, yeah. and it's just chunk. Into and the head. that ends the scene. God damn it, that movie's good. That's a punctuation. Oh, boy. That's an exclamation point on scene. Any, any action movie where people are laughing with delight in the theaters as he kills men. Oh, no, it's laughing and then it's, going, it, and then, the, oh! It's full of joy. I, I mean, both times I saw it, people were just laughing with delight. Well, that's a great movie. It's a fantastic scene. Fantastic movie. Um, well, Speaking of axe-throwing gentlemen. Let's get our guess in. He's also kind of a delight. Um, we're drinking wine. A, f- a fellow Burger Kingophile. No, get out like of here. Me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, it's Tony Sam, everybody. Oh, my up, God. Boys? What's there up, Tony? Is. What's up, boys? Give me that Burger King. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, hey, baby. Hey, Tony Sam, ladies and gentlemen, actor, comedian, Hello, podcaster, food, television producer, uh, native son of Chicago. My Burger King brother. Former marine biologist. Uh, Wait, for real? Uh-huh. Damn, dude. Tell me something about anglerfish. I've lived many lives. I've lived many. <laughs> Tony came in saying he should have gone to Burger King beforehand. And First of all, why didn't you? Now you're just going to be complaining about how hungry you are the whole time. Yeah, I true. know. Well, I didn't know Joel liked it so much. I Next time I'll Well, bring, you obviously don't listen to the podcast. I'll bring three Wait, triple Whoppers. No. Mm. That's like the worst thing. No Whoppers. Because then you... I only eat hamburgers. He's insane. Just regular hamburgers. What kind of what, what kind of caveat is that? Look, it, no, we're all at odds here. Carl doesn't like both of us for like Burger King, and now I can't like you because you don't like a Whopper. I don't want a Whopper. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want onions. I don't want onions. I don't Look, want tomato, and I don't want mayo. Joel on my goes sandwich. in and out and gets a single cheeseburger. Oh, we're so, not dealing with a rational human oh, being. Oh, so you're a child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, a no, child. no. A child would be like, give me a single cheeseburger with ketchup only. That's a child. I go, hey, can I have a cheeseburger? You don't want onions? That's what a child does. I get onions on my, I get gr- whole grilled onions and raw onions on my, on my In-N-Out burger. I, Tony, no eating on Mike. I, I have really, walnuts out. There's no eating on Mike in this podcast. I really so. like that they put mayo on it. But that's only on a Whopper. They don't put it on a regular hamburger. Well, I'm just saying the Whopper is like, there's so much extra attention. Being Love. Cool. I mean, you can TLC. tell. TLC. They don't have to put all I'm on board on. with anything that has mayo on it, but... Um, That's Bur- as we me. know, Burger King is not for me. Burger hmm. King is for everybody. It's for the people. You know no. what? You know what? Burger. I feel like is wildly underappreciated in Los Angeles. Is the burger at Yucca's, that little taco stand in Los Feliz, the most basic ass burger, and it's so fucking good because they hmm. make it on that flat top where they cook the taco meat and the burrito meat. Spatula See, smashed on a flat it's, top it's like, grill. It was the original smash burger long before where anyone was talking about burgers and everybody die. 
Wow. He's really, really doesn't want you to eat on mic. You're crazy. You guys can't see this, but they were nuts that were. I can't have you chewing on mic, Tom. I didn't even touch him. You know what's so funny? We had that one guy say something about us chewing on mic. Someone left an iTunes comment. never eaten on mic. Someone left an iTunes comment that's like, I wanted to like this podcast, but there's too much on mic chewing. We've never eaten on the podcast. There's, there hasn't been one time. Stop chewing your cud, then. I don't. I don't. Am I chewing them? I mean, like I was goddamn cattle in that, here. That thing fucking drove me I crazy. I hope there's like a podcast that's all about gum and it's just like just chewing. Chewing, chewing on Mike is gross. Hey, I have, welcome to chewing with Herbert and Sven. <laughs> I have what? Those are the only two people that have a chewing podcast. But now everyone has these ASMR videos, which is that's you know, so weird. It's like why can't uh, I do a chewing ASMR video of just me weird. eating a burger? That's weird. That's weird. I'm not a fan of that. Well, guys, what a treat. I know, I'm right? so glad you're here. What a treat to be here. Uh, we are talking about summer stuff. We are talking about grilling. Oh, well, you know all about the history of the, the grill out. Tony was the producer on the show that I worked on, on uh, the cooking channel, Food Factor Fiction. Starring Michael McKeon. Starring comedic actor Michael McKeon. Who is Michael McKeon? Michael McKeon. <laughs> Get out of here. Now, who is he? He's Lenny from Lenny and Squiggy. And, yeah. Uh, what is Lenny and Squiggy? He's had a long and distinguished career. <laughs> you jerk. What He's is... in one of my favorite movies of all time, Clue. You ever what, seen the movie Clue? Really Wait, movie. yeah, I have, but that came out in like 96. Tony's yeah. old. But that's still a great movie. And he was the brother on Better Call Saul. There you go. I haven't watched that Distinguished. either. Oh my god! I've never right. seen He's too busy launching a food empire. I can't watch TV. It was a really fun show to work on. Uh... How do you feel about working in food television overall? Like, what's your... Well, I never set out to do it. Right. But once I got in it, I, I really appreciated food more than I'd ever in my life. Just the beauty of it, the preparation of it, the history of it. I never really thought about those things. It was just... Hey, I'm hungry. Right. I should eat. I like that. Yeah. It gave you like a, that deeper, a, a deeper appreciation. Yeah. Way deeper. I, you know, like when you can appreciate where food came from as you eat it, then you're like, oh yeah, this makes it, this matters more. Right. right. I think a, a weird thing working on that show with you that you don't even realize when you see food shows is there's this whole other dimension of being on camera with food because there has to be like a food stylist who makes oh, sure right. the food looks right and is it too shiny oh That's, this part is melting and right. then oh it doesn't look good and we got to do another take because it's like seeing the food on the screen and getting it to look like that in real life is like too oh it's, man lighting food is really tough it's hard uh and it takes a long time actually most of the food that was we used when you were on the show you could still eat it it was under and lights I, I and camera usually, for so long. I would usually probably eat it. I've never. But there's oh so God. many times I've never where seen they, where anyone they eat as much it, as yeah. Carl did on our. I've never seen that in my entire life. Our pastrami ever. sandwich shoot. This. Oh, the one at Brent's. Oh my God! This. Can we swear? This yeah. fucking guy. He he ate two full pastrami's. I'm I'm pretty sure it was two. Yes, yes, so you was ate uh, a whole knish. Uh huh. You ate, uh, or you drank an egg cream. Sure. I think you had, I was had, there pie I had a involved? Lox, lox bagel a, as well. Oh my God. A full lox and cream cheese bagel, the this whole thing. This is over the course of a couple hours. It felt like you just kept going, just going kept and going. going. And going. Well, also, Even I, the owner, the owner, Brent came over and was like, I can honestly say yeah. I've never seen anyone eat that much food. The, the owner life. of the deli came out and was like, I've never seen anyone eat and this just, much. And just keep in mind, so many Jews with significant gout cases have come <laughs> in there. So, like, this is this is a feat. Because I I went to Brent, I was going to Brent since I was a wee little that was, That's Joel's childhood that's deli. My, that's my childhood oh, deli. Shout out to the valley. 818 till I die. You got yeah. it. Brent's, Brent's deli, that was, and if you didn't go to Brent's, you went to Abe's, R.I.P. Abe's was the other, uh, oh, the other deli. Do you think Brent's is better away. than Langer's? No, it's different. It's different. Here's that Brent's is better for other stuff. Like good. go to Brent's, I would get hot dogs. I would go to hot dogs, oh. and their bagels and cream cheese are better. Mm. Like I, I would say, but if you're talking like pastrami or corned beef, yeah, I'm going to Langer's, man. I've never tasted. Uh, pastrami like Langer's sells. I mean. Langer's, well, Langer's is a thick hand cut, and Brent's goes way thinner. The thing about Brent's was, I had heard Joel talk about it. I expected it to be like 
pretty solid. I thought I but was it was like so good. No, it's a really it was pretty great, good. It it's was a great. It's a great. The, one of the best parts is that uh, we were just doing these random questions at the top of the shoot, and we're like, uh, just name some of your favorite uh, places to get a pastrami. So he named every place except Brent's, and we're like. I had never been to Brent's before. I know, but the owner was like right, right over like my shoulder. He's like watching like a hawk. He's and like, I'm, he didn't name I'm trying Brent. to motion to, to Carl to say, say Brent's this, without this anyone. This Gentile motherfucker won't say Brent's, god damn him. Hey, I have, a, I have the blood of the chosen in me. No, no, you don't. Why are you crossing your arms like I you're have, in a sarcophagus? That's weird. I don't think I've seen any Jewish, Jewish people Jewish ever people do that. I don't do that. What are, what no, that's do? what he thinks is in the arcs. It's a bunch of sarcophaguses, not Oh my god, his hair just curled over his sides. He's got little payas. Hey, it's yeah. right. Look, I have the blood of the chosen in me, and that means I can. First eat. of all, everyone has the blood of it's the chosen. It's on your father's side. No, it's on my mother's side. Oh, okay. Well, then you're all right. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> you're all right. Yeah, I'm right. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> that really was a great compliment, though, to have that guy come out and be like, "I've never seen it." Really, I've like never seen anyone eat that much, and he still man maintains this physique. I've well, seen I've seen Carl eat more than that, though. Like I've been, to, have you been? To, you've been to a food festival with Carl? Oh my god! It's uh, yeah, it's depressing. You two are the only people I've ever almost gotten kicked out of a food festival. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a that was, that had to do. I was with, different. I had nothing to do with food. No, but that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Hey, also. some people just need to be cool. Man. We hey, were, give us a layback. We were at food and wine festival, <laughs> which and we've talked about this before. We but. were doing rosé laybacks, which is where, if you're unfamiliar with a layback, it's usually at a bar where you lay your head down across the bar, and the bartender pours a drink directly into your mouth. It's yeah. a fun thing. It's interactive. It's a party bar thing. There were all these wine booths at the food and wine event, and we were like, let's... Because, you know, when people pour wine at these events, they have little pours on the bottle. You speed pours. Speed right, pours. Slow pours. So we were, we were going to the booths in the rosé section being like, give us a rosé layback. And everyone loved it. And everyone the people were filming was, yeah. and hey, having a good uh, time. Hey, hey, Tony, film us doing this. It was very fun. Over, it was very fun. And then one person had a, had a little bit of a problem. Oh. Had a little bit of a problem with it. She was no fun. She was no fun. No. You're always going to have a wet blanket at a wine event. Not a Real wet blanket. Cool. Not everyone's. I thought be cool. that everyone was enjoying you doing it. No, we, everyone they was. They were. She's like that one kid that went to Discovery Zone and was like, "This stuff right. is dangerous." The one kid who goes to the, gets the teacher when some sh some wild shit is happening instead of just enjoying it and living in the moment. Teacher, they're having fun. They're doing a thing that's. They're bad. having fun over there. They're, they pushed open the ceiling tile and they're no. climbing up into, into it. No. I feel like I feel like. Uh, I don't like growing up. You were probably like a class clown type kid. Oh yeah, I was a real idiot. I was always setting the teacher's chair on. I fire. actually literally was at one point. My my seat was in the dead center of class, so I was like going to the left, going to the right, behind me, and I had to sit in the hallway a lot. Mm. They I would sit you disruptive. In the they said like mm. you're a leper. <laughs> Exile. Don't you? you'll catch fun with that one. <laughs> Keep him away. So many, so many different uh, things that we we got to eat on that show. Well, what do you think your favorite uh, your favorite moment of, of working on that show was? Uh, I think it one of them was getting to interview Joe Montana. Oh yeah, and now he, he recently lost that place. Rest in peace. So Joe Montana. You know, storied character actor, voice of Fat Tony on The Simpsons. And at that place in Burbank, right? Yeah, it's that place in Burbank called Taste of Chicago. It's no longer there. Prime Pizza is actually taking over that location. Right. Probably for the best. Probably, probably for the best. <laughs> First of all, no one likes Chicago pizza. Shut up. That's the dumbest there, thing there anyone's ever said. There is nobody that actually goes Tony's deep from dish. Tony's mm, from Chicago. I'm going to strangle you with this mic cord. Look, the deep dish debate. We I did think, a whole episode on it. It's not a debate. There's no debate. Carl? What? Stop this. <laughs> <laughs> he storms out. Uh, no, see, here's the thing. And I, as I've grown up, I have become very diplomatic about pizza because I'm from Chicago. I, we were very, we hold it very dear and people from New York also do, do so. But as I get older, I realize the pizza you grew up with, no pizza will ever taste as good it's as true. that pizza. It's all nostalgia. Because all the memories you associate with. But that's with. not true, because I grew up with not... Well, I guess you're right. Well, I go... <laughs> no, 
what I'm saying. It's, it, it can't be nostalgia-based because when I first had my, had my first Neapolitan-style pizza, it was objectively better than a lot of the pizza that I had growing up because I grew up in the valley. I grew up in the suburbs, not like Chicago suburbs and not like New York suburbs, in L.A. suburbs. Which well, are, valley which ha- pizza has to be shit. First of all, you can go to fucking hell. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Fight. You set this up. <laughs> you want to kill us? Do I not see a clean fight, gentlemen. No biting, no scratching. If, if How's any, your Valley Trash pizza taste, you any, piece of shit? If, if anyone besmirches <laughs> Pizza Saurus Rex, right. e- ever the venerable, today or tomorrow, the venerable Valley establishment Pizza Saurus Rex must remain unsullied. Exactly. So everywhere you go, there's different style pizzas so everyone thinks chicago is known for deep dish pizza but in fact the thin tavern style pizza right does it rain supreme it's great i like well, a crispy about, crust about, that's all i knew growing up so when i came out here and you all you and know i went to new york crust. so growing up in chicago were you not eating deep dish pizza as much no, as you were eating like people usually only eat deep dish when like someone's visiting it's exactly. like a special occasion it's like yeah. oh yeah Tony Look. just passed his uh, bar deep exam. Dish. Deep dish for everybody. Deep dish is not an everyday eating style. Yeah, because no, it takes ridiculous. nine hours Each to make. Each slice has as many calories as a double Whopper. It's impractical. No, thank you it's for using Burger thick. King as the measuring stick of that. Of course. It's, it's too heavy. I like... It's a lot. When I was in Chicago, I saw deep dish, but you're right. That other Chicago style is a lot more dominant and prevalent. It's is it yeah. a Chicago style? Of pizza. The tavern style? Yeah, tavern yeah, style, I would say. Yeah, because it was to get people to keep drinking at bars, essentially. So they just right. put a they, bunch of salt on top of iodized salt on top of a pepperoni pizza. Yeah, they would call it My dad would put salt on pizza. salted his pizza, and he would do it before any of us got to the pizza. So you'd just grab a slice of pizza, and you'd be like, what the fuck happened to this You might as well just put all anchovies on I, it. I've never I don't understand it. pizza and my, been like, this needs more salt. That's right. Well, <laughs> my well dad you've never met Tony's dad. I just, I never understood it, because the pizza and the cheese has so much salt in so it already. I, especially like that really processed Wisconsin mozzarella cheese. Yeah, that, the good stuff. It's really great, and you can snort it. You could go other places. Where, well, I would go to New York. Some places would have it. Some places wouldn't. But that mozzarella from Wisconsin is pretty good, and that's what I remember growing up. Right. But uh, yeah, that the fact that he would salt pizza, it would explain why he was on like high blood pressure medicine <laughs> okay. yeah. all the time. Chicago, that was laboring you gotta, through like, life. The yeah. thing about Chicago is, it's like you really have to just respect. The aggressive nature of the food and drink culture there. Like, you like meat? Here's a fucking pound of steak. All right. There's a sandwich, I think, uh, it was from uh, Madison uh, Street uh, that was called the Heart Attack, which was, uh, it was the Italian beef, and they'd stick an Italian sausage on it, and they'd put all these fried fucking onions on it. And, and then deep fry it. Deep fry it, like a chimichanga. For, for those that don't know, an Italian beef, which is kind of the signature sandwich of Chicago... It's basically thinly sliced wet beef with a bunch of jardinera. It's like a French dip, but the the, no. sauce, the juice is better. But the juice is already in there. French dip, you're dipping as you go. This is this is a soaking wet sandwich. Well, no, I wait. Mean, a French dip is a soaking wet sandwich. No, both, both well, are they Italian both, beef. They actually the, both are the French well, it depends. dip. Depends. At Coles, you're f- dipping as you go. At Philippe, you get they pre-dip the and then you dip. get dip. But this, the, the beef is wet, not the bread. But the bread soaks it. But no, it, Italian beef, you can get it. Fucking they'll you dunk know it. Just dunk they it? Actually, it was a law in California that you had to dunk it. They wouldn't do it in Burbank. No, you couldn't. <laughs> or the under penalty of catapulting. The yeah. FDA was like, "You're dunking whole set. Shut it down." No, for shut it. Down. When we when we shot the Italian beef episode, also at uh, Fat Tony's place, uh, we asked him. He said, "Can you dunk it in there?" Because Mr. Mantagna, can I dunk this sandwich, please? Hey, you gotta put What's the hey, peppers on there. What's a sandwich? What's a sandwich? What's a sandwich? What is a sandwich? What is a sandwich? Hey, I'm fat Tony. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, I, I got actually a really great story about how he whipped out a fat Tony pin in the middle of the deep dish segment. And he's like, hey, try this on for size. And so he pulls out a fat Tony, Tony pin, which we can't air right. at all. Copyright. He makes it dance on the slice of pizza. And he's like, hey, get in real close on this. You're going to want to use fat Tony. Hey, I'm fat Tony. I say eat this pizza. And we're like, okay, great. And we're like, that looks great, Joe. That would have honestly, uh, I've, Mr. Mantegna, that was like, fantastic. You're, you're married, right? 
Yeah. I'm married. Like, that would have been the highlight of my life. Like, way better than any any other thing. I I've was opened. just so bummed I wasn't on that episode because all I wanted to do was hang out with Joe Mantegna. I know. It, it was, was, it it was, was like so Chris good. Farley. Was, yeah, remember, remember the time you did that episode? You, you did the, the awesome. episode where you had the pretzel wagon and the mafia did, made awesome. everybody buy pretzels? I fucking love it. No, he'd be, like, he'd be like, yes, I yes, did. Yes, I did. Yes, I, I do did. remember I that. Remember in fact, that. it's a very fun episode. It's a very good. Uh, my, my, actually, I wanted to die because he he had only so many people have been given a World Series ring from the Chicago Cubs. Oh wow! He's you know good. he has one. Of course, oh, he yeah. was wearing it the day of the shoot, which we they couldn't have on air. See this? This so is so he World let me Series. he let me put it on my finger. Oh shit! And, and then I cut off. It finger. was so it was like holding like an apple. It was so big. Hold your hand up, son. It's it, a heavy ring. It hurt my hand. It was so heavy, uh, but it fit on my hand, and I. And I was like, you thought about I you thought about do. stealing it, right? I do. You thought about just running off. Like, I can it. make a break for it. I'm faster than Joe Montana. He's not even that fast. That's right. I think each ring costs like somewhere around forty six thousand dollars. Damn, uh, it was beautiful. That's a that's a nice Chicago. <laughs> was, that's a Chicago moment. Two native sons of Chicago. Of course, and he, of course, he showed up wearing it, and I was like, man, I gotta I gotta ask you, can I can I hold it? Can I? Like, eat, of course you can. Can I kiss your finger? It was please so great. kiss the ring. So now that now that uh, Taste of Chicago is no more, how how was the actual food there? (laughs) Look, he's gonna fuck it. He's gonna say legs and with all due respect to Mr. Man, tired goons. Uh, Listen, I I think he's a wonderful man, (laughs) and I appreciate all his help on the episode. The length of this preface, but he makes a terrible pie. I will (laughs) say, the Italian beef, pretty good. Okay, all right, I'll take pretty good. Okay. You know, that's I there was a while ago. That's, a, that's all. All I'll and say that's is that's all you it. need. To say. <laughs> the Italian beef. Was all I'll say is that I went inside and the lighting in the establishment was phenomenal. Look, the place doesn't exist anymore, so the bathrooms were clean. I've been to a lot of places to eat in Chicago, and no place ever sold potato wedges. And, and that was the thing. That was he had these there, and I just Mr. Mantegna loves wedges. They I, need to be on the menu. I've at all never times. seen them served anywhere in and Chicago. And to, to me, it's the best shape of potato. <laughs> you got a lot of surface area. They're crunchy. They're crispy. Uh, they're look, not crunchy or crispy. They're always no. disappointing. No, and, uh, potato wedges are always disappointing. I've never had a great potato wedge. No, it was too much steak fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you nobody wants steak doused fry. in not in cheese. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Give cheese. me a thin, Give me crispy some cheese fry. Cheese fries. For those uh, of, of our listeners who live in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles area, there is actually a place you can get an authentic Italian beef, and it's Portillo's. But it's in Buena, Buena Park, Park, which is oh, by Anaheim. Orange so County. it's not Los Angeles. Can it's not, agree? but I'm saying you could drive there from here. If you really and and one well, you time could drive to Chicago, I did. You could. I with you a make group a of Chicago comics, we decided to go on a road trip for the specific sandwich from LA. That's not a road trip. That's a that's a. It, four, it's, it's a took, forty minute drive. Hey, you wanna, you it took take a hours. Quick drive. <laughs> really? The traffic was so bad. You suffer for we your wedge. Suffered for the sandwich. It took over an hour to get there. Carl, you want to take a short drive? Hey, I'll drive for a sandwich. <laughs> you, you're like, hey, Carl, you want to get in this car? No, never. We're going to get a fucking sandwich. Uh, uh, it was it was worth the drive. It was a good fucking sandwich. I'll say it. Can I just tell you the real piece de resistance of Portillo's is the chocolate cake shake. I got the chocolate cake shake. It's a piece of chocolate did, cake did in not, a shake. Did That's not it? love it. Did that sounds not terrible. Love it. it was. It's good. You're crazy. You know what sounds good? A date shake. The Moroccans got it right. Oh, out by uh, what's it? Her... There's Charlie Brown's. On pear blossom. I'd much rather have a date shake. The chocolate cake shakes did not do it for me. Chocolate cake shakes sounds like too much. That's silliness. The chocolate cake shake, first of all, I would You're silly. I would rather have a white if it comes to cake, I'd rather have a piece of white cake with white frosting than chocolate cake. Okay, with so frosting. that's just personal preference. There. I'm saying it's better. I'm saying it's a better cake. Well, you know, oh, have you not met Carl? Look. He has opinions that are fact. <laughs> no, I know. This is what I love about white cakes better than chocolate. This cake. is what that's I love. About- I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I'm exactly. also saying that a lot of people like chocolate. This is what I love about food is that you say you like something a lot, and then and everyone else is like, wrong. 
no, you're crazy. It's like, okay, well, you're right then. It's like, no, that's just what my taste buds like. Nothing you say will change. Well, it. some people have wrong taste buds and wrong opinions. Like, I love the you, Olive Garden. By the way, you real you realize we're gonna get back to that. But you real you realize that this entire podcast is just me and Carl flexing our fucking collective culinary muscles you are... on the world to let them know that they're garbage, right. unless they agree with us. I mean, look, you either have a garbage chocolate cake or a and ice cream in a shake. You're wrong. That sounds terrible. Delicious. I thought it would it be wasn't too. It was bad. It just it. It's too much. It's too much. Look, before I had it, I was like, we took a whole is... pie a la mode no. and threw it in Look, a blender. A place, that sounds good. There's a place in San Francisco that takes pieces of pies and blends them into milkshakes. Twenty times better than when I had Portillos. Maybe you just didn't like their cake. I you what know I don't love it? chocolate cake. That's, it was bad. Okay, cake. you don't like chocolate. Cake. I don't this like was, chocolate cake. This was so chocolatey and rich. Oh, see, that sounds like t- it's just too much though. Chocolate and rich is just it like was an not IV enough, of just baby. like calories. But also, I will say I had had a Chicago dog and an Italian beef sandwich. I wasn't in my right mind. I was, I was whacked out. <laughs> I was whacked out on processed meats. I wasn't thinking straight. Uh, Could have been the best shake in the world. I would have been like, I don't know. I, I, nothing is better to me than a Chicago style hot dog. Really? I love it. I have so to say, I, I really, seek it out. that's insane. It, I seems, really it love seems crazy it. when you first see it on paper. It's like, what if we had a hot dog? Drag and it through we, the garden. But then we fucking put all kinds of shit on it. But when you actually eat it in execution, it fucking works because when you have a good burger with really good crunchy lettuce and a really good big juicy slice of tomato, it enhances the burger. It doesn't overshadow it. Everything comes together. And the Chicago hot dog is the same way. You get a crunchy pickle spear. You yes. get the tomato slices. It adds to the celery salt. To the celery oh, no. salt. You've never even had a good one though, so you don't. You're not. I've been to Chicago. I've had a Chicago hot dog. Where'd you have it? I don't remember. The airport. Sounds no, like a, definitely not at the airport. But they actually do a pretty good one at Midway Airport. I think I think a, a hot dog deserves to be as well garnished as a good burger. Well, I'm gonna tell you why. Well, here's the thing: a, a burger doesn't necessarily have to be well garnished. You can get a burger that is meat, cheese, and bun, and as long as those three things are good. I know. It's going to taste good. But the classic you don't backyard need burger, you don't need lettuce. A crunchy lettuce and a nice juicy summertime. I actually think a, a classic backyard burger uh, doesn't have lettuce. I don't it, is a, it is without lettuce. A backyard barbecue burger should ba- have some lettuce. No, a backyard barbecue no, burger think generally has barbecue, ketchup, mustard, a with, pickle, and and cheese. And that's I agree it. with Joe. That's it. Cheese, a pickle, yeah. Meat, cheese, meat, maybe some ketchup for and, me. And, and, then a, and, and pickles. Well, then maybe it is a pickle because I think having the pickle spear on the hot dog really enhances it for me. Well, everything you just said. Because I love relish, but I like the spear. Everything you just said is exactly why you don't put ketchup on a hot dog. There you go. Because the Chicago-style hot dogs, the Vienna beef hot dogs, are so good. And they have that saltiness that... Right. You don't need ketchup. The sweet ketchup. relish. You don't need The mustard. Ketchup. That all takes care of it. And if you put ketchup on a hot dog, burn in hell, you stupid idiot. <laughs> okay. Well... No. <laughs> you stupid idiot! No, I actually don't get ketchup on a hot dog. I don't, I when I get a like if I if it's just like a hot dog create your own situation yeah. where it's not like create yam yeah create yam situation <laughs> yeah yeah that's right that's yeah. what I said Situ- situation uh, it's just mustard and onion that's it's actually yellow ooh. mustard and onion that's Must- like a raw diced onion so, raw diced onion so here's yeah, the like interesting that. thing yeah. is that everyone knows Chicago style hot dog is having all that shit on it but sure. the actual Chicago style hot dog is relish. Uh, onion and mustard. That's, that's it. perfect. That's actually a perfect topping for Sans me. Sans relish, I'm happy. You I actually never liked relish I don't until like I relish. got into my 20s and I love it. I, I didn't like it when I tried it when I was young and I don't like it when I try it now. I'm just a fucking pickle lover and sometimes I relish like pickles. Is too sweet. I don't want relish. It's too sweet. <laughs> that's why I like the spear on the hot dog. It's like savory ice it's, cream. It's, I don't all like it. The, it's all the fucking salty tang that you want from a pickle, yeah. but it's not sweet specifically like relish. It's great. The only thing I don't like is the peppers. Honestly, I, love I just don't peppers. like the peppers. Okay, well, that's Dude, insane. in and out, I'm getting chopped chilies <laughs> on the burger. That's just, ins- that's just insane. Yeah, because that's, that's, why, that's why a downtown street dog, besides the fact that you will not feel good for the next day. Off a streetcar. Oh, wait, great. you mean a bacon-wrapped Ca- hot dog? Bacon-wrapped ketchup, mustard, mayo, and then sautéed peppers and onions. And onions, mm, yeah. Too and much. then And then a whole grilled jalapeno on the side. Well, see, everything you just said, that's a ridiculous a sounding hack, hot dog. And then just to make it even better, if you're at home, take tortilla chips, crunch them up, put them on top. For Drop it in the gutter. Well, <laughs> and then eat it. Getting back it's to probably my healthier. Amazing, Wipe it on a street curb. My amazing capacity for eating a lot. My record for bacon-wrapped hot dogs 
on the street. How many? Five in a row. That's too many. Oh, it was way too many. I couldn't even do this. If I tried to recreate this moment, I probably couldn't. I'm just even letting you know how many how many is too many? That's five. four too many. Five is too many. Uh, what is the appropriate amount? The best part man? with Carl is that when he says he ate five in a row, I just imagine them lined up on the, the curb and he's just like right. a caterpillar yeah. or a snake. Well, just his no. jaw the just funniest drops part was it was one at a time, so I had to keep ordering them. So I watched the man's face. He went from like surprise to like shock to like being worried about me. <laughs> and then it just like went to pure joy once you, I got to five. Because he was he like, ha- is this guy just... No, well, is this he, he, my- at, at, at Hot Dog 3, <laughs> he had his Motorola razor flipped. I and 9-1 pressed right. in the phone. You dialed 9-1, and when I tell you, you, you hit 1 again. Because you were already taking a chance with that street cart hot dog. Well, That's why he was... was outside. Can't, you're not, you can't take those chances anymore. Not in our age. It was outside no 4100 bar. I will... Diarrhea uh, all over. You know, for our non-LA listeners, the bacon wrapped hot dog is a staple of street food in LA along with the taco truck. They'll set up outside of bars <laughs> in popular nightlife corridors. This was outside 4100 Bar in Silver Lake. Uh, I was just in the zone. Sometimes you're that ex- exact right amount of drunk where you're just like, I'm ready to <laughs> Yeah, crush. it's called the, the that, shame zone. That's called floating above the ground two inches. No, as you no, move. Carl was also drunk. on PCP. Also, I need to give a shout out to this barbecue guy who I still think to this day is outside of 4100. Amazing barbecue. Oh, yeah. He just hangs out in the fucking the parking best. lot. That's really, good. really good. It's like it's his old kettle. He has, a kettle old, he has a big oil drum grill. He makes wings, rib tips. Solid. Really solid. Very solid. Shout out that to 4100. I haven't been there in forever, but it's open 365 days a year. You're all worked up. I'm all worked up. Dude, you're, you're glistening, dude. You are, so, you are sweaty right now. It's hot in here. It's not. I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Guys, this is how hard I podcast, okay? He, I don't well, he ha- he's back. been moving his arms like he's been running. No, Carl's been, been like doing kegels the entire time. I don't hold back, guys. This is how hard I podcast. Clench, he's clench, work, he's clench, working clench, out. Yeah, he's clench, clenching clench. this entire time. I leave it all on the track. Also, I told Joe He also has noodle sweats, too. Yeah, I just came back from San Gabriel Valley eating a lot of noodles, so I got that noodle energy. You gotta get that dim sum out there. You know, I I think noodle energy doesn't make any sense. No, no, fuck are you gonna be energized off noodles? It's like marathoners carbo load before the big race. I carbo load before my podcast. I can go for hours. I can banter for hours. Cut right to now. Carl passed out yeah, the I moment know. you hit I could banter for hours. Uh, yeah, we got a man down. Hey, Marge. I could do uh, this. I could be awake all that's night. That's why I love where I live because I am like in the triangle of all these different amazing foods in Boyle Heights. I've got San Gabriel. I can go for dim sum and noodles. Okay. And I've got Chinatown. I've got Little Tokyo. It's just all surrounding me. And the dim sum in San Gabriel is... Magnifique. Magnifique. I don't know how to say that in Chinese, by the Uh, way. You know, I can't think of a specific name because I've been to three of them and each one has not disappointed. The problem with Dim Sum in San Gabriel Valley is if you go on the weekends... It is like fucking bonkers. It's crazy. Because that's when everyone's trying to eat it. You need need to go on like a Tuesday afternoon. At 3.10. I mean, it was actually... Mm -hmm. I was just out at Chanxi Garden this morning recording this on Wednesday... And it was it was not busy at all, and that's a that's a popping spot that's on lists and, and people will always talk about. Yeah, Changsi Garden, but you go on the weekends, and that's when all prepare the, the to wait for an hour. It is at least it is a fucking scene in there. Bring your own families of forty five. I mean, yeah, dog. Dim, dim sum is the best. Dim sum is great. People that don't like dim sum, I, I can't fuck with them. I Last time I had I was people. in San Francisco, I ate the one that Obama went to. Mm, Pretty okay. good. Solid. Yeah. I, I, I remember the name. Obama approved. Obama went approved. there, so I went there. I find He's it interesting that there's a couple of places that have done this. Speaking of San Francisco, this place, State Bird Provisions, they do the cart, but it's non-Chinese. Right. I feel like it's interesting that like no one has really successfully, outside of State Bird Provisions, done the... We're gonna do a cart, but it's not they try, Chinese. They it's tried that Asian. at Church and mm, Saint for a did. couple of years. Church and Church Key. Church Key, sorry. In Church West Hollywood. Key, yes. That place closed. Yeah. I heard and they, it was and bad. They, they abandoned the cart after like a year or two. There's something fun about the cart. Like Lowry's the prime rib when you go there. For the salad. They bring the fucking cart full of the prime oh, rib jus. and they carve oh, it yes. at the Give table. Me that. Oh jus. I was just at Major Domo. They have the big short rib dish and they come over on the cart. They carve it in front. There's something like that presentational aspect, that theatricality mm-hmm. that I think is really good. But like just having pre-made shit that you can pull off the cart. Yeah. It's such a specific dim sum thing. It's so fun. It adds like this whole other element that like it's 
You're I, just like, I want that. I want I that. Know. You feel like a but kid. It, but That's is it like, why... like revolving sushi? I love conveyor belt sushi. I mean, it's obviously not the highest quality, but like, I don't like it's a gimmick. Can... I just, I think it's a gimmick. I, it is. It is a gimmick. I would prefer just ordering what I want and having it. I saw. Fresh. I saw this one that was like it, instead of a conveyor belt, it was like rushing water, and within the water was noodles. What? And you had to like grab the noodles and Where dip it into this? your. Where is this? It's probably in fucking you, like. You dreamt this. No, it was. I saw it on my on my phone. And there was a pizza river, I, and you just reach into the pizza river, and you can pull out as, as many pizzas. Mozzarella balls. I saw it on my telephone. I saw it on the I, on the internet. I actually thought you were talking about this place in Pasadena. I think it's off it was an Colorado. Place. There's it was just Bucatini. There's little boats. The sushi goes around on these little boats. In, in a water stream. Yeah, which probably if it splashes, that's probably. What loaded. about a little train? That's probably set. gross water. Low through, what loaded. about a little train set? Okay, Chicago so, hot dogs around. No, a little no, not a, not a train and you set. Just grab them. Santa that Maria barbecue. The train bar- set. Try tip. Try tip. Venison and maybe onion rings. Sea of sweet baby rays. Have you have you been to that new place? The, the tri tip train. Don't drink that that barbecue sauce. <laughs> I'd be like, run a train on me with that tri tip. Just bring it the fuck uh, on. Wow, I think it. that would be would not work out well. That's actually your interesting that uh, you brought that up because it feels like with Santa Maria being this like regional California barbecue style, no one's really doing it in Los Angeles. No. Oh, tell, what is this? Santa Maria barbecue? Yeah, what's the specific style? Oh, uh, it's like, it is. It's, it's a like, central it's a cent- coast. It's a central coast kind of thing where it's like open fire cooking with uh, tri-tip. Like tri-tip is, based, is, the, is the bread oh, and butter. Tri-tip. But I've seen a lot of venison, like a lot of deer on menus. Mm. Um, I've never had venison, like slow cooked venison. Oh. It's, not, it's not necessarily slow cooked. Like when I went to... Was it? There's, it's this place near Kachuma. It's been there forever. It's cold like water, cold, cold water, water tavern. I had, a, or... I had a venison sandwich, and it was delicious. But it was like thinly shaved venison. What would you do to get the gaminess out of? Uh, see, gaming, gaminess is a lie. Oh, really? Absolutely, there's nothing. no such thing as gaming. Well, I, every time I've tasted venison, it has a very specific taste. Get it it better tastes venison. like deer. That's just what deer yeah. tastes like. Okay, well, maybe I don't like venison as much. I mean, I just, I, I, I love it. It's I got, love it's got an, I think it's the aftertaste that lingers with you. You're like, hey, that, that was it. I just ate yes, a deer. Does it's it sticking ha- around. Hey, that deer's in there. It's sticking I around. got deer in me. Well, I was telling Joel, <laughs> I went to a supermarket uh, out in Alhambra after my meal, and they have all this kind of crazy meat, armadillos, turtles, but they had venison brisket, and I'd never seen mm. that se- uh, sold in a supermarket setting. Did you buy it? No, I didn't. He bought nothing. I you bought coward, nothing. you dumb coward. That's he, I fucking, had to get back here and podcast. He's such a coward. I, what a I'm coward. I'm going to go there and buy four snapping turtles and have a snapping turtle barbecue. The stores in Alhambra are great. There's oh, some great. weird shit. There's, they're great. I love it. It, makes it depends on your perspective. It's not I mean, it's, it's just out of my comfort zone. I always walked into any store. Because a Whopper is in your comfort zone. Oh, yeah, All right, baby. so how about I'm this? I'm stopping there. How about this? I go Armadillo get, Whopper. I go get a venison brisket. I get a, I get a Whopper. King. You I get bring a the oysters and shuck the oysters. I'm bringing Burger King. And you bring Burger King that you, only you and Tony eat. No, no, you one have else to eat wants it. trash. No, you're going <laughs> to eat it. It's so funny because you're going to taste. You my barbecue party. It's going to be great when I actually bring one for Carl because he's going to taste it and be like, okay, like, I I get it. Like, I've eaten I get at it. Burger King. No, you, when's eaten. the last time? Over a decade. Okay, so you haven't. You've forgotten. You no. You really. I forgotten. don't want to. You need to come back to the kingdom. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Why? Welcome back to You're the Burger, Burger King. You're a Burger Surf Club. right now. We got to get you to Burger Kingdom right now. Look, yes. I'm a, I'm a Wendy's boy. I don't care if they paint those stripes on those patties. It's frame. It's flame boiled to me. It's fl- it is flame broiled though. It's so they good. have a gas I know. broiler that has flames coming right, out of and it. And yet those grill marks are definitely not real, but they no, they, they don't. They're a hundred percent really. Okay, in the commercials, no. Why would they be food styling? Food styling. Versus, it's probably clay. Anything. But on but but this it's a it's in Burger King. It's a mm. conveyor belt, and it's constantly warm. So when they put the frozen patty yeah. on the conveyor belt, at the point in which it exits said conveyor belt broiler. There's going to be char marks. Okay. On. Well, let me ask you this. I just, That's need, just, to, science, I just man. need to know if you, you, if you had science. the spooky whopper. Dude, I thought that was an amazing idea. Hilarious. That sounds fucking made I, up. I had oh, to it's try a real it. thing. Is it's this, a black bun. Is this it to was, promote HBO's new show, Los of Spookies? Yes. Is wait, this a Fred Armisen version? Wait, yeah. is that a thing? Yeah, Fred Armisen's new show on HBO. Is it like, what is it like? What it's is a Spanish horror show. It's like, 
Comedy? Is it like, are you afraid English, of the dark, right? but like Spanish and I've hilarious. never seen it. It's in Spanish. It's, I don't know It's anything. about paranormal oh, stuff. Oh, it's, it's in a Spanish. comedy. Yeah. And did, Burger King is doing Italian. Did you try it? I did not. Because it turned your shit. Of course bright it green. Did. No, it was bright green. No, right, well, that well, because I think it was a spooky. It was a black whopper, and I won't eat whoppers. Oh uh, well, I yeah. read it. It was that there was so much food coloring gross, in gross. the bun that it, it was it's like a goth burger. It'd I be thought your that burger. Slimer was I'm in not, the toilet. Okay, first of all, dude, goth and emo and metal are very different things. Like I said last episode, <laughs> your spectrum of what things are really needs. To I'm broaden. just saying, you, it, you uh, pigeonhole Carl everything. Carl knows in the what he likes. I know what I like. I love my shit to turn green. <laughs> From eating garbage fucking sandwiches. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. What did I do? And then I was like, oh, it must it's be like when you eat Monster beets Burger. And you forget about that you eat beets, and then like two days later, you're like, I'm fucking dying. Oh, wait, <gasps> the beets. The beets. The beets. Yeah, that was scary. They were right. They delivered. I love the I love idea it. that. That was spooky, right? It sure was. <laughs> I love the idea that you saw that they were selling a black waffle. I was like, well, I have to get that. I have to go I, there. Look, I'm all about gimmicks. I'll try it. <laughs> I love it. That, that KFC double down? I Hell got yeah. it first day. They made a bun out of chicken. Well, I saw people were posting. <laughs> so amazing, by the way. I know. It's hilarious. So over the top. I feel like they were sitting around a boardroom and were like, all right, America's dumb as shit. What are we going to do to exploit this? I think I've got it. <laughs> and they're like, we'll replace the bread with fried chicken. And they're like, done. You get a raise. So <laughs> it was like a guy who was like sleeping in the meeting. There. He's like, oh, 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 the, uh, bread, is, bread is chicken. Yes, you're hired. You're the CEO now. The bread is the you're bread. The bread, chicken, the bread I, I chicken. Like, I like how quickly that went from good idea to you're the CEO now. You're the CEO now. now. I'm fired. He fires this himself. Is some, this I, is, I fire myself. You're in charge. I this wish. is some real like sword in the stone shit. Right. It's like you pull it out of the stone, you're a king. Huh? I really wish that was the slogan. The bread is chicken. The bread, hey, the bread's fucking chicken. You KFC, fucking the bread is chicken, pig. Eat, eat it. Piece of shit. This just might work. Well, I saw people on Twitter did. complaining about how the new thing that's like flaming hot. It, no, it's with, not. It's just regular. No, it's it. regular Cheetos. So the Cheetos are just in the sandwich, and people are like, "It's so bad," and they were like, "Taking." I was like, "Of course it's bad." No, no, it's, it's like KFC sandwich. No, here's Cheetos the thing: in it. when someone is like, "It's so bad," it was just it. You're like, "You're an idiot." All right, you're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot, and you're an idiot for liking burgers. Speaking of no, gimmicks, I'm, not. I'm a really, brilliant man. I'm a big fan of, and I know it's stupid, but those Doritos tacos and Taco Bell were really good. They I can't fine. get on board with it. They were, I, they were, and I, and I, I get it. I'm sorry, I'm a purist. No, no, when it comes to it, so I just think that. It worked for me. I thought it was really good. It's stupid, and it cannot be good for you at all. What? No, of what? course it's not what good for you. What gimmick have you not liked? But flavor is different than that. Uh, what gimmick has he? Easier. He's a gimmick oh, boy. You're you know, a gimmick the, boy. Uh, McDonald's has brought this international menu. Uh, sometimes things are just wrong. I think I tried this. I was, like my burger American. Get it, this Spanish was, chorizo no, burger out of here. This is the best part. It was that it, in Canada they have, I think it's called the Italiano. <laughs> Okay. So I'm listening. It was just chicken, but with a weird sauce and a tomato. That sounds great. Uh, but it just was. You had my interest, it, but now you have my undivided. Right. Weird sauce? Stupid, yeah, go on. But it was stupid because in Canada, they had the Italiano. Yeah. Canada's a, a worldly country. McDonald's wanted to just corner the market on Italian food. Well, do they have poutine? They got poutine in McDonald's. Not in, in Canada, I don't right? think so. Fucking idiots. Stupid. Right. Yeah, you're fucking up. McDonald's Canada Division. Well, I think we got to wrap it up. I think we've covered everything we need to cover. Oh boy, I have so much more to say. <laughs> uh, well, why don't you plug your opinions. shit? You got a podcast. Yeah, you, you got a, a show. You, you got stuff. things. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I got. They do this podcast with this guy Matt Ritter. He is still a lawyer, technically. He doesn't practice. Shout out to lawyers, Jason we, Ritter's son. <laughs> that's right. We talk about all the crazy Jeremy Ritter. laws that are happening and the, the weird history that brought us to this point. Right. Like uh, the president thinking he has all this executive. Like we're a comedy food podcast. Stuff. You're a comedy law podcast. Yeah, we think Wait, we're the, the only one. The president thinks he has more power than he does. Yeah, tomorrow's when the dictatorship starts. Yeah. Don't you know? On Fourth of July. So yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see tanks rolling down the streets, huh? What other countries have done that before in a show of power? Yeah, let's see. You know who the loves Nazis, Burger King? The Soviets. You know who loves Burger King? Fucking Trump, guys. Think on that. Actually, he does not. Think no. on that. He, he likes McDonald's. Way more than and he doesn't actually go to Burger King, and I read an article the about this. Garbage they're painted on. No, no, I because painted folks. Because and <laughs> we and, love McDonald's, folks. No, we love it. He doesn't we love McDonald's because it doesn't taste like McDonald's. Oh, That's he go. does not like it. Uh, I'll, I will. The one thing I will defend him 
on his de- to death. Everyone gave him shit for eating pizza with a fork and knife, but actually, that's in Italy. That's how you eat it. Uh, no, you yeah, actually but, go for the trifle. Okay, first of all, we're not in Italy, so shut I up. know, but he's also a monster. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, Tony, it's been a goddamn pleasure. Thank Thanks you for, for having joining me, guys. Us. Follow Tony. On Instagram at Tony Sam T O E K N E E S A M. Oh, that's fun. What is happening I see what right you now? Did there, that's fun. Just so, because no, I, I wanted to have such a difficult to find. Right. It's always good for a Canadian. Like, I can't find Tony Sam. Oh, you have to smell it, spell it like a jerk. As always, you can follow me at Carl Hess. You can follow Joel at Joel David Miller. You can follow the podcast at Yap Pod. That's Y A P. P-O-D. Uh, you know, you can find Tony's Legally Insane podcast on all podcast platforms. What is it? Apple Podcast? Yeah, the Apple Podcast. Yeah, you also do a live show there at the Hollywood Improv. Once a month. Once a month. Go check that out. Very fun. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, happy 4th of July to you guys. Happy 4th of happy July to Hey, thanks. 4th. I hope you drink too much, <laughs> make some questionable decisions. Hey, thanks. Uh, you know, I'll be at work, so eat great. Some, eat some garbage food, hurt yourself with processed cheese. You yeah. know, all the things that make America great. Yes. And uh, don't, don't forget to tune into the spectacle. Right, exactly. Starting, I don't and enjoy know. that military parade. Yeah, I guess. Uh, enjoy our show of strength. Nobody has actually, a small penis. <laughs> do a power move and show up to a barbecue with a, a dozen oysters and, and pull a Joel Miller, and then you'll just be the king of the barbecue. Yeah, buddy. I would love for this Burn military parade, military parade, to just be like one guy lights off one rocket and like end of parade. The barbecue power move is once someone grills a fucking platter of hot dogs, you just go in and start putting fucking tomatoes and pickles I'm like what are you doing I'm Chicagoing up these dogs over here <laughs> no, you, like, you, get this guy out of the car just run up to any a random one and be like Chicago rules and Chicago run away rules. be like what the fuck can I throw happened? some vegetables on there Tony just came out of the bushes and put a pickle spear on my hot dog and <laughs> ran away I think that insinuates that people know who Tony trust is trust me yelling about chocolate cake in a cup I don't trust know what me. the fuck is wrong with this guy uh, thank you Tony it's been a goddamn pleasure love you guys always guys thanks for listening as always we'll be back next week go eat something fucking delicious Thank you.